Welcome back to A Better Love. I'm your host, Dr. Greg, and today we have a very special guest, a matchmaker. Her name is Jade Bianca. She's here to talk about dating after divorce, sex, and lots of other things. So we're going to get right into it. Thanks for being here today. Thank you, Dr. Greg. It's a pleasure. One of the first questions that I got from an audience member on TikTok was basically they were in a relationship for over 10 years, and and lots of folks who listen to the show uh, have been in this situation 10, 15 years where they're out of the dating scene. Now we have dating apps. If you're going to give people an intro, and I know you've talked about this a lot and to what they have to understand about dating apps and how to leverage them effectively to find the love that they want in their life. What are your most common recommendations? I think the best way to do it uh, is to have a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, there've never been, even though we're year two of a global pandemic, there's never been so many ways as there is today to meet people. And that being said, a lot of people are meeting their partners, whether it's their next marriage or just their partners online. So with that, there's going to be a lot of frogs with some prince and princesses. Okay. Um, so the good comes with the bad, right? So mindset's really what differentiates the good experiences and the bad experiences. That's regardless, Jade, right? That's regardless of how you're dating. If you're meeting somebody on a dating app or you're randomly, you know, maybe the old school way or you're being introduced by a family member or a friend, beyond the mindset, how are you telling people to use these apps? Yeah, so I, I suggest having one, no more than two, because we get really burnt out. Mm-hmm. A lot of my clients and people I work with are single parents as well. So you have a full-time job, and you also have that wonderful job of being a parent and keeping your children alive and happy. Yes, and so who has time for a third job? A lot of people spend between 10 and 20 hours a week swiping on a dating app. Oh gosh, and their thumbs must hurt. You know what I mean? And it can feel a bit daunting and exhausting. So as I mentioned before, don't do more than two. Um, yeah. Keep it positive in your bio. Um, don't list a bunch of negatives to think about things that you don't want. I have two rules in dating and it's have fun and be safe. And yeah, so as long perfect. as you're following those things, <laughs> I think you're you're off to a great start. Let's talk about dating apps. And there's no bias here except for the way that you want to use the app. And each of them is designed differently to have you have a different sort of experience in interacting with other people. I looked at a stat here on Hinge specifically, and it looked like some recent data in terms of the gender composition on Hinge. 64% were male and 36% were female users. For our heterosexual listeners and viewers, what does this mean for each of them? Yeah, and I mean, thank you for pointing that out. I think data really helps put things in perspective, right? So I work with men and women and they have very different issues when it comes to modern dating in 2022. Women, especially women who are of a certain look, right? Some women are inundated with messages so much, Dr. Greg, that they just shut down. They're like, I can't, I can't sift through this. I I don't even, I don't, I I can't respond to 200 messages. And that's one type of problem. And one is not better or different than the other. And there are some men who just don't get any messages. And so there's frustration on both sides. So you have to kind of take a step back. It's especially for your male listeners. I think we need to make it less stigmatized about asking for help on things like dating apps. Why wouldn't you reach out to your closest friends, the people you trust the most, and just show them your profile and say, does this sound wacky? And say that your friend, say that you're a male in your late 40s, early 50s, 
your guy friend might make, you might feel like your guy friend would make fun of you yeah. or your all your friends might be married and you might feel insecure about asking them. So there's so many different issues when it comes to dating. Imagine the obstacles are numerous, uh, but I hear from a lot of the folks who connect with me on TikTok and elsewhere that they seem like they have the experience that there's not enough, you know, of the kind of people that they're looking for, who they think are going to be an amazing match for them. When you think about match in general, Jade, what is it that, what expectations, what are the ground rules that you share with your clients? Like, how should they be thinking about that? Two of the pieces of advice that I suggest for anyone, regardless of gender, sexual preference, age, is I need you to bump out your perimeters on the age that you're willing to meet and your distance. Mm -hmm. Because Dr. Greg, if we were in normal non-pandemic times and you felt comfortable going standing next to a stranger at a bar, if you were having like a fun, witty banter, would it really matter if there were two or three years outside of your preferred age range? No, it doesn't, no, not usually. <laughs> Like, if you met a nice person, would it really matter if you're in the car for 10 minutes longer, 20 minutes longer? So I think if we stop putting um, our parameters up and stop trying to order a, a date off Uber Eats, we'll be more likely to meet people and give them a, a chance. That we may actually hit it off and have chemistry with somebody we might not otherwise have swiped right on in terms of an app or something. Is that what you find as well? 100%. And I think one of the best pieces of advice I can give to people who are newly dating, or if you just need to change your mindset, is you look at a first date as a way of meeting someone that you would have never otherwise met, right? You have yeah. this chance to experience a new thing with this new person. Are they your forever person? Statistically, probably not, right? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. here's the thing. You can have a great time and enjoy this new experience with this person and not evaluate if they're ticking all the boxes off your checklist. Point of a first date is to see if you are open to a second date. You don't need to decide if they're your soulmate on the first date. Take yeah, that pressure off. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure if that's the case. But we And we also know, Jade, that it, it doesn't take very long for people on a first date to size up if someone is a match. I don't know if you would agree with that. It's I think it's important to give a relationship some amount of time, but you're gonna be able to give that a chance in that first date, second date, third date, and people should give, uh, you know, widen up their perimeters as you, as you suggest. Follow up with a quick question about situationships. Now, I don't know exactly what this means. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> sure this is a clinical definition, that I, but meeting people for the first time and just encountering them as they are, you know, whatever that, whatever comes from that first date. Um, and sex may be one of those things, sexual intimacy on a first date, second date, third date, in the beginning of the dating process. What do you typically share with your clients in terms of just how do they think about safe sex? How do they think about peace for them? What, are they, what do you challenge folks to tune in uh, on, uh, on their journey? Obviously, consenting adults can do whatever they want, in my opinion, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I think that we need to be honest with ourselves. Um, I think there are plenty of people who get out of sexless marriages. And so they crave that, that mm -hmm. uh, connection with someone, physical, emotional, mental. So it's easy to throw yourself into something sexual with someone new. Um, that being said, I think one of the sexiest things that you can do in a new situationship or new relationship is have the conversation about STIs or mm -hmm. other things. And I think that if you are choosing to be sexually active with this person, they should be mature enough to have conversations about wearing protection or going to get tested together. Listen, uh, sexual chemistry and intimacy 
is one of the great gifts that we have in this life. Practicing safe sex, do all those things, set your own pace. This is your life, right? And your dating experience should be fun. You get to choose who you want to go on a date with and how you want that to go. Jade, thank you so much for being here on the show. I think your advice is tremendous. I appreciate the fact that you've shared it with the audience. Thank you, Dr. Greg. So you can connect with Jade uh, for more dating tips on Instagram. I'm gonna leave her uh, account tag in the comments of this video. Until next time, I'm Dr. Greg. Love each other fiercely.